thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, Up for a Chat, about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Mara. And welcome to today's... What, what should we call it? Today's smorgasbord of fabulousnessity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, I do. We've all been apart from each other. It's been devastating. <laughs> we've all been apart from each other for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we've just come together and um, we've decided to record this podcast, so we haven't even caught up with each other. We don't know where Cindy's been. She's been gallivanting all over the show. She's been flying in helicopters, wearing high heel shoes, nonetheless. I've lost my... I lost my voice. (laughs) Oh, that was the funniest thing of all, you losing your voice. I lost my voice on stage. I came back from the UK and I picked up a bug on the plane, obviously. But I had my immune boost. I had all of that going on. (laughs) But I had a man next to me who kept sniffing and snorting and coughing and snarling. And then the lady on the other side kept taking her shoes off and her feet stank. And then in front of me there was a kid who was... Sniffing and snorting and snotting <laughs> everywhere. Oh, it was offensive. Oh, it was just horrendous. So needless to say, I'll come back with a really hoarse voice. And then she calls me. I, I have to tell you, she calls me. And all I hear is this squeaky, high-pitched sound. And no, no, you text me and I called you. That's right. I didn't want you to hear me. <laughs> and I I burst into laughter. I'm a really good friend, you know, like a really yes. good friend and just... And just we chatted and <laughs> had a little chat about what you needed to do to calm that voice down. And yes. Yeah, yeah you've yes. got it back. And everyone in the office started laughing too. <laughs> well, of course, because Cindy said, get down to the office, get some camu camu, do the turmeric and the, and the raw honey. And, of course, I religiously wrote it all down and I've just been getting it into me like two and three times a day, perhaps a little heavy-handed. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> Because Cindy said to me, have you been doing the probiotics? I said, yeah. I just threw a whole te- whole tablespoon into my smoothie. And she said, oh, geez, love, a, a tablespoon? Did you build up to that? I said, no, 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 I just did it this morning. <laughs> because, you know, I, and I need people to know this, is that when they start, you know, on this probiotic um, adventure that they do, when you start putting good bacteria back in the gut, you have this die-off that happens. Um, and so you've got to build up. You can't just go and have a cup of yogurt because you go, oh, I need the probiotics or a tablespoon of my probiotics. Well, yes. <laughs> you start with an eighth of a teaspoon because the die-off of patho- pathological bacteria is what causes you to become more sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't want that. You want a little die off at a, at a time. You, like it's it's like getting in there with the bazooka and going, boom, and then you destroy everything, and then your body's got to deal with that. Well, so, I was laid yeah. up in bed for a good couple of days. Could not yeah. move. Could not walk. Could not get the head off the pillow. Was very exhausted. I think I'm actually starting to recover now. Yeah. And just because something is good for you doesn't mean more is better. Yes, so I do. Less is more sometimes. Yes, mm. less is more. And that's mm. with probbiotics, definitely, and any fermented foods that you start. It's good to do that. Now you know. You well, can well, do let's, better. Let's talk about food. <laughs> let's talk about what we've all been doing over the last few weeks because we've all been pretty excited about the brain. Yes, we have. So, Cindy, tell us what you have discovered lately. Can't and, wait. Mm, we've all mm. got these books all over our laps, mm-hmm. hanging everywhere that Cindy's been reading. How uber cool. Yeah, it has been actually really cool. So for some reason we seem to section off the body and and the mind. And because we section it off, what happens is that people think if their depression, their Alzheimer's, their dementia, their ADD, the ADHD, the hyperactivity disorder, the schizophrenia, the epilepsy has nothing to do with what you're eating. They they actually have no idea... (laughs) What's wrong, darling? I just had to cough and I didn't want to cough. Oh, I, I thought you were vomiting there on the side. No, I just had to you, cough. You had to watch you to believe this. I, <laughs> I couldn't keep talking. Usually I can keep talking, but not she this she time. She doesn't quite politely and elegantly, though. You should. I just had to do it into the microphone. Very much like a princess. Continue. Okay. So we separate this and we think that what we're eating has nothing to do with our brain, but our brain is part of our physical body. You know, it's connected, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) It is connected. And the mind comes out of the brain. So 
so I've become really interested in it, and it started with uh, reading uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's book. Uh, that was the first book that I read, and, and that was all about um, how we fix the gut to improve the brain. So from there, I then um, started to listen to a gentleman by the name of Dr. Dadis Karazian. I don't even know if that's the way you say his name. So I started to listen to him, and he was also talking about the brain, and his book is called Why Isn't My Brain Working?, then the next one that's on the New York bestseller list at the moment is Grain Brain by Dr. David um, Perlmutter. So you guys, you know, if you read all these books, your brain would be working really well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, that was, the, that was where it kind of all stemmed from, were the, these books. And there's another book that I'm, I'm also reading, um, or that I have read, and the girls love the title of this book, so let me give oh, you the awesome. It is. It's a good title, lose, isn't it? Lose the grain. Lose, lose the gluten. Lose the gluten. Lose, lose your gut. gut. Ditch the grain. Save, save your brain. It's tops. And then um, Todd Sampson on the ABC did a series called Redesign Your Brain, and my brother's been really interested in it, and so has Howard. And then another thing that was happening on the ABC was. Another brain thing, which you actually had to do tests in this documentary. You actually were involved in the tests. So I kind of figured the brain is something that we have not really thought about. And maybe we need to start discussing it. And, you know, Karen, that's one of your biggest things is you love the brain. And what Todd... Maybe, maybe, sorry, just to interrupt you. Maybe we do talk a lot about the brain, <clears throat> but we don't often talk about it in relation to food. Or physical yeah, health. Or physical the physical health. health of the brain. Mm. Because it's, most people, and even from even psychology... If you think about how our whole system is set up, we've got doctors that look after the brain, then we've got psychiatrists that look after... We've got doctors that look after the body and then psychiatrists and psychologists that look after the brain. So the studies in, even infer that there's a, there's a disconnect and a separation. I think there's starting to become a wave and a movement now where um, science is studying consciousness and awareness and seeing that the cells themselves have consciousness and that the cells themselves have the ability to hold um, memory. And I think we've known that for a long time, but because it's such a esoteric study almost mm. and it's very difficult to measure it imperially um, empirically it's difficult for them to, um, to, to to make that statement that the brain and the body in fact are connected and one influences the other because they haven't been able to get evidence but I love the fact that there's this whole movement mm. now that's showing that in actual fact the food is affecting hormones food is affecting our um, neurotransmitters Memory. and it mm. is affecting what goes on um, in the neurological um, pathways, what well, pathways and the, and the firing of the brain is, is affecting all of that. And it's bloody awesome. Well, it, it is. And um, Dr. Um, Perlmutter, I, I never know how to say his name, who wrote the book Grain Brain, he's a neurologist. Now, neurologists, you know, look at um, the nervous system, mm. and you know, people who come to him are people with persistent headaches or migraines, um, epilepsy, um, Tourette syndrome. Um, schizophrenia, these types of people are being sent to these neurologists. And you know what's really interesting? I, I love the way the world works. Uh, I'm in Manly, and I'm staying at a hotel in Manly in Sydney. And at this hotel, there's a lot of suits, you know, a lot of men in suits. And I finally, I'm kind of thinking, well, what's the conference? They're all wearing suits. I wonder what the conference is. So I knew it wasn't a public conference. It had to be a professional conference. So I ended up getting in the uh, lift with one of the guys from the conference. And I said, what, what are you guys doing? And he said, well, it's all about epilepsy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, and I said to him, well, you'll be doing the, the diet with epilepsy, won't you? And he said, well, actually, no, we didn't. We're not doing diet this time. We did that last year. I said, well, that would be the high fat diet that, you know, your people would need to take. And we just started having a little bit of a chat. And he, then he realised I had a bit of knowledge. Yeah. And Howard's in there, in there with me. My husband's in there with me. And so I said to him, look, have you read the latest book that's only been out about four weeks called um, Grain Brain um, by David um, Perlmutter? He's a neurologist. He says, well, we're all neurologists. I said, well, you should uh -huh. read this book because it talks about how diet is more influential um, in helping people with epilepsy as opposed to drugs. And do you know what's interesting? What I found that we always used to use diet. Mm. This is what I'm finding. Before because drugs were was. available, there was only diet and it was the high-fat diet. And what was interesting is that this neurologist that I was speaking to said, oh, I could never do a diet that 
that they want you to do for epilepsy. And I felt like saying to him, but it's not about you. I was going to say, it's, it's about the it, person. You need to tell the person that they need to go on the high-fat diet. Um, and it is very little carb. It's protein and fats. And it's very little carb. And this dramatically decreases seizures um, in people with epilepsy. So, I look, I just went, why did I come? I really walked away from the elevator going, how did that happen? I'm just reading Grain Brain. I've just read Why Is Your Brain Not Working? I'm just reading the connection between the brain and the, and the garden. And I wonder, you know, was that something that was designed that I should have a chat to that guy? You're questioning this? Yeah. yeah. After all our podcasts, you're questioning this? I know. But I did. I questioned it. I kept going. no doubt. That is so weird. They should have got you in as a guest speaker. Yes, definitely. I would have been amongst the pigeons, I would Mm. say. I would say definitely. Definitely. Mm. But what they're finding um, is that you know, there are certain factors that we have perpetuated as a result of nutritional guidelines that have been um, put on us by not only the American population or government, but the um, the Australian government, the English government. So it's all this low-fat, high-carb diet. And they're basically saying if your blood sugar is not even, and the only foods that don't increase your blood sugar are fats, and proteins. Everything else will increase your blood sugar some way. And by increasing your blood sugar, it affects your brain. And it affects it in in more ways than people realize. So most people probably are diabetic to pre-diabetic. And um, the statistics show that if you are pre-diabetic or your blood sugar levels are not doing well, then basically you have a 100%, no, a doubling of chances of having dementia and Alzheimer's. There is no disconnect between diabetes and Alzheimer's and dementia. There is a complete connect. And the connect is that if you have diabetes or sugar issues, then the, the possibility of you having um, issues with your brain in that you will lose cognitive um, yeah. reasoning and thinking um, and it's so connected now and yet we've never connected the two before now there was a a little thing that was happening about the brain and it was about um they were talking about it calling it um type 3 diabetes Mm. well now it's 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 going mainstream as type 3 diabetes oh is that right yeah it it basically is it's um more and more people are realizing it and the neurologists are realizing it that is now it is a type 3 diabetes so if you know i was reading todd sampson's stuff and um, it was in the Australian over the weekend. And basically the health editor, uh, Sean Pennell, said that there are five brain training tips that you should do. And, uh, look, I think they're really interesting. One is to spend 20 to 30 minutes each day on brain training. Um, and they suggest you go to a brain uh, website. So that was number one. Number two is vigorous walking, Kimmy. Mm. And exercise 30 minutes every day to run or ride a bike or, or more critically, you know, basically doing aggressive exercise. So, mm. Well, and they reckon, you know, any form of exercise is like taking a Prozac or a, 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 some sort of endorphin release pill because you instantly have that release in your body and you feel good, you feel better, but more importantly, it oxygenates the brain. And if we can get oxygenation and nutrients to the brain, of course it's going to function a lot better. So I agree. I mean, what I'm interested in, though, is you saying that keep going because there's one one factor missing on this list, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. And, and we'll talk about that one factor that is, is really missing. Like when I read it, I'm like going... Are they serious? They haven't even talked about it. But But that's that disconnect, though. Yeah. Yeah. It is a disconnect. Mm. Um, It also says if you play ping pong or tennis or juggle. Mm. You know, I've always juggled. I've been juggling since I was 19. I think all mothers do. Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, I like that, Kimmy. (laughs) Touche. Touche. And get better at it. So I can just juggle, you know. Mm. I I just do the basic juggling. But my brother, you know, he does more than just the basic juggling. He's actually figured out how to do other things. So, it, it, yeah, the ping pong, tennis or juggling mm. is, a, is exercise that is really good to take on. Um, it's fast vision leading to fast action with exquisite control will get you on a path to a faster, stronger, and more reliable brain. Mm. So that was number three. Number four is playing card games. Mm. Yeah. Oh, card games. Yeah, same. In a social setting. Mm. Yeah, so it basically says to do that. Um, and then the last one is hone your skills of active listening. 
In music, this is all about to understanding the details of composition, arrangements, and nuance. So music is really, really yeah. important yeah. Um, and, and active listening within music. But I can't understand half the words when they sing these days. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I, I hear quite a few swear life. words. Yeah, I hear you know, quite a few I swear words. Yeah. Lately, I don't yeah. even know. Like I'm just like going, I don't even understand them. Sometimes when there's a really good song and I can hear the words and I love the words and I'll play it over and over and over again. Mm. And I guess that's active listening. But even when we're with people, to actively listen to what they're saying instead of thinking of what you're going to say next. You know, we, we often do that. We, and try, listen, try listening to the tone of the person's voice uh-huh. as it changes. Because mm. all of that sort of stuff is really all about creating new um, neurological pathways. Because we become so habituated in what we do every day. We go to bed, we get up, we brush our teeth, we have breakfast, we go to work, we get up, we come home, we make dinner, we go to bed, we get up in the morning. You know, we've got that so habituated. Down pat. Oh, yeah. Down pat. (laughs) So the brain knows what it knows very well. um, But in order to keep, um, I'm not going to say plasticity because the brain automatically has that, but in order to keep flexibility and the brain's ability to create new neurological pathways, we have to keep stretching it. And we have to keep taking it to places that it doesn't ordinarily go to. So you don't ordinarily sit and pay attention to the squeak in my voice (laughs) or the the tone of a person's voice. You don't pay attention to the notes of the music. You just listen to the music. Mm. You don't necessarily pay attention to, like, you don't juggle during the day. Oh, thanks. Oh, you've got your water. I was just just thinking of the squeaky voice. I better give her a drink. That wasn't a soda can. She just opened (laughs) it. That was coconut coconut water. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my love. Um... Yeah, so it's not so we don't ordinarily pay attention to those things, but it's about stretching the brain and juggling is one of those um, mm. tasks. It's all about taking the brain to a place that it's never been before, because um, the neocortex is the part of the brain that actually allows us to coordinate ourselves to be able to juggle. And it's the neocortex that has the potential for what is it? The, it we have the potential for more neurological connections in the brain than what there are grains of sand that cover the entire earth. Oh, my gosh. I read that somewhere. And I Shut actually, the front door. I actually <laughs> cannot comprehend it. No, comprehend. you can't comprehend it. There's a new neurological pathway you've just created just in the fact that you can't comprehend that. Isn't that amazing? I know. It's amazeballs. It's amazeballs. The fact that there's that, the, the, there's that much potential inside of the brain, yet because we don't do that... Um, we just stay in our habituated way of being. Mm. We talk the way we talk. We interact the way we interact. We listen the way we listen. We do what we do. We don't stretch ourselves. So those sorts of exercises are beautiful because they definitely do help the brain or they educate the brain on how to expand itself. Mm. Um, but as Kim said, there's something very strategic missing. Yes. And you know what? And when I read it, I, I just thought, <coughs> this is just crazy that they haven't even contemplated food. Yeah. What we eat, um, the types of food we eat, and and the more I'm reading, everything has to do with food. De- definitely, you know, what we talk about is important too, the way sure. we think about things and the way we contemplate things. You know, you've taught me so much, Karen. But the fact that Tourette's, you know, like I remember one of my daughter's very best friends had Tourette's. And I, I, I do this all the time. I go... If I only knew then what I know now, why didn't I know this? Like, this is a young girl. Like, my daughter's now 22, Casey's 22, so this young girl's 22. I saw her a couple of years ago, and she was in a really bad way with her Tourette's. Mm, And she had surgery, um, but the surgery had worked for a small amount of time, but it was back to it. Surgery for Tourette's? Tourette's. They put a, um, like a... a Probe? She was actually on 60 Minutes. This beautiful young lady was on 60 Minutes. And they put a probe down in her brain, yeah. and it and it worked for some time. Right. But you know, she still was in a really bad way with the Tourette's. But basically, what um, Grain Brain is talking about is that is Tourette's is very much linked to gluten. You know, and the sugar as well, but much more to gluten. And he's talking about this with headaches and migraines. He said he had this um, medical doctor send one of his patients to him because of this woman who had had migraines for 30 years, everyday migraines for 30 years, was on the strongest drugs, nothing, nothing was working. So he, the medical doctor sent him, um, this patient to David and 
David put her on a gluten-free diet. Didn't give her drugs anymore, anything else. Just put her on a gluten-free diet. Within weeks, this lady had no more headaches. Mm. Do you know the doctor rang him and said, I didn't ask you to put her on a diet. I said you get rid of her headaches. And he said, well, we did. I told her that gluten had nothing to do with the headaches. Oh and I've told my. her to go back on it. Go back on the gluten because you won't get your nutrition. You know, oh and he said, this is, it, I love listening to this guy, David, because he basically says, well, this was the point where you know you have to just bite the tongue as hard as you possibly can because they're not going to listen to you anyway. How, how amazing must Good it be heavens. for these doctors, these mm. scientists, to actually be battling each other in what they believe is truth? Mm. But what I'm finding after listening to him on Underground Wellness, and if, you, if listeners are interested, it's a great podcast to listen to. Um, I think it was around the end of October. October 23rd of October it came yeah. out. Um, I love the fact that he he just challenged everything that was presented to him. And I think a following podcast with Underground Wellness was about the Gluten Summit. Yeah. And that fascinated me. And I think these doctors that are into this, they actually, one of them got quite emotional. He actually felt really teary to hear another doctor confirm his beliefs of 30-odd years. Oh, wow. And I, and I kind of, I thought of you in that moment, Cindy, where I thought, you know, for 30 years you've been talking this and people have knocked you and, and put you down and, and said you've got it wrong and you must feel so proud. And I got validated. Yeah, but I also got quite emotional <clears throat> thinking about you and your fight in this. And um, I, I think it's wonderful. And I really, really recommend listening to those two podcasts with, yeah. with Sean Croxton. He was brilliant. And did, was that the one with Tom O'Brien? Yeah. The second one, yeah. yeah. Um, Tom O'Brien, like, he was the one who, I, he's a chiropractor. And when I had done um, the four-phase fat elimination protocol, the HCG protocol that I, I did two years ago now, when I did that and realised that what was inflaming my body and obviously my brain, because do you remember, Kim, the day that I rang you and said, my brain, I have more clarity than I've ever had in my life. I, I cannot believe how I'm thinking. Mm. She thought I was on drugs. <laughs> but then she knew. <laughs> she did. She was like, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Well, yeah. no, I thought she might have been spiked. clear I felt like I was one with the universe I felt like everything was sparkling and um I had this absolute joy I I, I could not explain that feeling mm. then as soon as I ate wheat and I had my beautiful organic sourdough bread as soon as I ate that I was inflamed my brain was back down again and I looked at it as my aches and pains I didn't look at it until I read um, Pert Mutter's stuff, that it is actually affecting my brain as well. The other interesting the thing I thought he said, I think it was him or it might have been Tom, one of them, correct me if I'm wrong, was that, in fact, every single person on this planet has a gluten intolerance. Mm. It's just to a lesser or to a greater degree. Yeah. And some of us will be affected by it the minute we eat something with grains, particularly gluten. Um, and some of us, it's like a wear and tear where it's just a constant breakdown leading to predominantly leaky gut, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting that we all have this, you know, because I thought for years, Cindy, I don't have a problem with wheat. I don't have, I can eat it. Yeah. I can, I'm okay with grain. And in the last four weeks, I've been off all grain, all sugar, all anything, really. <laughs> I'm a breatharian girl. at the moment. <laughs> She's done this eight-week challenge. I'm halfway. I'm halfway. Oh, you're on week four. I'm on week four. Um, but that clarity, I nearly rang you the other day. In fact, I did. But that's when I texted you and went, where are you? I need to talk. Oh, you should have just rung me. I tried, Missy. Someone was in a helicopter flying around. Oh, was that oh, what it was? Oh, yes, the tart. <laughs> that's right. Um, but it's... <laughs> But I'm really fascinated. I, I never thought we had a problem. Mm. The other interesting thing I've noticed lately is my children. Because I'm on this, of course, I'm not cooking as much things with grains or particularly sugar even. I'm not. I'm cutting right back and everything because my taste in sugar is totally... Look, an apple looks so flippin' delicious at the moment. I'm not even eating fruit. But I'm only doing this, and please don't get me wrong, don't go giving us grief for what we do here, but it's just I'm trying to challenge my body and to find out what it is that inflames me or has me have that foggy feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, But anyway, the children. So Jacob's and Taylor's favourite lunches at the moment is a container full of fresh fruit, uh, sorry, fresh veggies. So snow peas, celery, um, carrot, 
lettuce, red cabbage, um, and broccoli. That, like as many green, they're all really raw. They're all raw. And then chunks of meat. And I even have been posting on Facebook I lately. I saw it. I saw I it. I cannot believe it. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks to Horror David I. Bloody Perlmutter and all these people <laughs> and Cindy Flippin' O'Meara, <laughs> I, am, I am cooking my family meat, even though I don't eat it. Taylor still has chicken and fish and doesn't really like the red meat, but Jacob is devouring it, and then he'll have the leftovers the next day. Now, he's 14, and it hit me how important it is for him. He's begging me for it all the time. But what, so begging you for the, for the, the meat? Oh, for meat. meat. Anyway, and that's their lunch. So they don't even want bread. They don't want wraps. Taylor will occasionally have a spelt flour, which is just spelt water and salt, which I'm pleased with. That That's the best that I can get at the moment. But that's hers. But then they only want that, that, and then Jacob asks for an extra bowl of snow peas, like just like an extra container of those, because that's a snack. They have an orange cutter. I make these gluten-free, grain-free, <laughs> paleo-type biscuits at the moment, because that's just what I'm making, and they're loving that. And their treat, if you like, is salted natural chips, you know, crisps, yeah, which yeah. are probably the worst thing of everything, but that's kind of all they want. And I'm going, wow, like just me changing what I'm doing is having this ripple effect in the home without them realising it. Taylor's at home today, uh, not feeling very well. She's a bit run down. She goes, Mum, what shall I take? And I went, get the greens products, cordials, camo camo, let's up you. Um, and then I said to her, now, for breakfast, and she goes, I just need something really healthy. So she had, and I cut her up some carrot before I came here, and she goes, no, just give it to me now. And I cut her up some broccoli, just give it to me now. And snow peas, they're all sitting there. So she ate all of that this oh, morning. Wow. Yeah, like... She had it for breakfast. <laughs> this is weird. It, it's it's weird. It's weird as the norm goes. The mm. norm is used to having the breakfast cereal, which we know now creates absolute fog in the brain. Mm. No wonder our kids aren't doing well in school. Okay. You know, okay. we're mm. always in school, you know, all they want to do is change the curriculum, change the way they do things, change this, change that, give them drugs, but they're not looking at their food. Mm. Do you know when people actually get this? Like, it's, you know, we've been talking about this for years, mm. really particularly in the last year with us podcasting, how much we've all learned over this last eight months. But nearly I'm, a year, Kim. Is it nearly a year? Yeah, we, nearly we're year. nearly on, we're on week 50, I think, at the moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For goodness sake, yeah. stop it. Yeah, it's it kind feels of... like it just, we just started yesterday. I know. And we've got so many topics to cover. God, I was no. going to say, we haven't, even, we haven't even scratched the surface <laughs> of the things we want to talk about. But uh, my question to you both is, what the hell is the world going to be like when the penny drops? Like, seriously, we've got the, the pennies dropped for us and probably our, most definitely our listeners, but we're a small percentage. When people actually get that... And in fact, one of the questions on that podcast was, what has more sugar? I know we've gone away from gluten. Yeah, yeah. A Snickers bar, a piece of whole grain bread. White bread, wasn't white it? White bread. And white sugar. And white sugar. Yeah. What has the most sugar in it? And I instantly went, well, the white sugar in my head. Or the Snickers bar. The, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the yeah. Snickers Even bar the Snickers was bar yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And then white sugar, and then white bread, and then wholemeal bread, and then wholemeal bread. Yeah. But the number one high sugar, or was the wholemeal whole grain bread? Wholemeal whole grain it has a GI of seventy one. Yeah. Get out. The yeah. Snickers bar had a GI of forty two, something like that. White sugar was fifty four to sixty, yeah. and white bread was sixty nine or somewhere around there. So my kids, yeah, yeah. and they were <laughs> the Snickers. Bar. Okay, mum, we can have Snickers bars. <laughs> But, but was my don't you love the yeah, way yeah. they think? <laughs> but is my understanding correct that if you are going to have something sugary, you are better to have with sugar content or any sort of glycemic level, you are best to have it with some form of protein as well? Because that was the point he made about the distinction with the nuts. With that, is that correct? Uh, well, in fact. And fat. And the fat's really important. Like, but yeah, the protein, protein is probably one of the most important well, ones. Nuts would be fat and protein, would it? Yeah. Both of them. Okay. So yeah, I've heard I've heard from a lot of personal trainers that they say don't have sweets with fats. If you're going to have sweets, either have it on its own or have it with, you know, something protein. Well, there was something in the 1950s, 1960s that was brought up by uh, Dr. Simeon, and he said he noticed that when people had fats and sugar, mm. that it created a problem. Um, but look. You, you like you if you have a, a think about it, an almond has actually got some sweetness in it and some carb, not a lot, mm. but it's got some carb. So, um, it's you look very at, sweet to me at the moment, yeah, I bet it does. Well, almonds do, you know, what's sweet. tasting unbelievably sweet what? at the moment? Cauliflower. Oh, really? Oh my god, it is so divine. 
when you when you can this is what happens i can't believe it's so my favorite breakfast at the moment gluten-free grain-free wheat-free sugar-free do you know what it is mashed cauliflower and broccoli so steam it and then mash it or do it in your thermomix I had to put that onto a bed of rocket, two poached eggs, and sprinkle it with asparagus and basil. Oh, yum. Oh, Why haven't you put that on Instagram? It's or... totally on there. You just have clearly been in far too many helicopters and not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the meat dish. <laughs> but that's I'm divine without the egg. That, no, yeah. to me, that's divine. That's just divine. Oh, no, it is heaven. It oh. is absolute heaven. <laughs> I know. It tastes really sweet. We've got to get that recipe out. Uh, it's in my yeah. next newsletter. It's next newsletter? Next Great. I can yeah. hardly wait. Yeah. So, 28, next newsletter. Make sure you take... That just sounds brilliant. And then... That just sounds magic. You will love it. And then um, and then I'm not... Of course Are you I'm not tomatoes? Eating. No, that's no. a fruit. Yeah, right. And no tomatoes? Mm, yeah, capsicum, but no carrot, no root vegetables. So, you can imagine when I have a sweet potato next in four weeks' time, oh, I, how much it's going to taste amazing. Yeah, but you couldn't even... You you love your sweet potato. You're an absolute... I know. Look at it. She's right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I love sweet potato. You know, like sweet potato, I would eat three or four times a week. But I cannot get enough of this information at the moment. I know. And listening to it. And, and just I feel like we're on the wave, and I feel so proud that we're part of the revolution that's... Mm. Well, actually, it's probably not. A, is there such a word as a as a pre-revolution? Like this was the past. This was normal eating until bread came about and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So really, we're just heading back to nature, aren't we? You know, like I have a real dilemma with this whole gluten and grain thing. You know, because I, I did anthropology through university, and you know, we did eat grain and grasses. We've eaten grain and grasses for a long time. You know, even the Australian Aboriginals got the seed pods. I guess maybe they were seeds rather than the grasses. Um, although I do, I have to look it up. But um, there is a food that they ate in the centre of Australia that they had to prepare properly. They had to soak it. Uh, they had to wash it and they had to cook it in order for them to eat it. If they didn't eat it, it would cause a, a B1 deficiency. You mean, oh, okay. Yeah. If they didn't eat it or soak it? If they didn't prepare it properly oh. with the, the soaking, the washing, the cooking, it, they would get a B1 deficiency because we've, we've, we know this because the, the reason why two of our explorers died, which were named Burke and Wills, um, was because of a B1 deficiency because they ate it raw. They ate this plant raw. Now, whether it was a grass with a seed in it, I'm not sure. I have to find that out. But we have been using grains for a long time. So after reading all of these people and and beginning to understand the whole brain-gut connection, is the grain the issue or is our gut the issue because of our grandparents started with the chemical revolution. Even great-grandparents were part of the chemical revolution. From that, the chemical revolution, we started to take antibiotics. We started to eat these refined foods, these um, vegetable oils that have been hydrogenated and, and intersterified and whatever else has been done to them. We started to eat these sugars. Now GMOs come in, and now we've got hybridized grain. So is it the grain that is the big issue, or is it our grandparents, our parents have got um, suppressed gut flora and function, which has caused leaky gut, which then causes um, a brain. By the way, when your your gut is leaking, your blood-brain barrier is leaking. Mm. So not only is the gluten, which isn't being digested by the bacteria, because the bacteria is what digests it in the gut, it's it's going into that area of the body as well as going up into the brain. Um, And it's just... So my question is this, chicken and egg, is it the grain that is the issue or is it what we've done to our bodies that's the issue? And that's why everybody now has some sort of gluten intolerance, whether it be minor or major. And, you know, so, but at this point in time, in order to cure this, you have to go off the gluten. You have to get off it. You almost have to get off most grain. Um, I'm having a... It was tough. You know, I'll be honest. I remember. I remember the beginning. <laughs> what did I send you? I don't know. She just... She was sitting said to me, how are you going? And I went back going, I'm actually trying to keep myself really occupied. That's right. I'm, I'm really... No, no, um, no. That's I right. You sent me a text and it was, I'm, I'm just trying to keep myself occupied. And I went, I thought, something's wrong. Something's happened. Something's happened. Something's <laughs> happened. She's She's in a really bad way. So I text her back and go... Why do you need to keep yourself occupied? And she, she texts back food. 
Oh, in went, capitals. F-O-O-D. O-D. Oh, that's right. She's doing that, that sugar-free, carb-free, everything-free diet. Oh, I understand. Yes, I get that point. <laughs> but I've also... I felt better then. <laughs> but reading Sarah Wilson's book too, I Quit Sugar, mm-hmm. just interesting reading her oh, journey. That's an amazing And book. how she um, had an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Um, she had... Um, what was it, the... Is it Hodgkin? No, what, what was it? Non-Hodgkin's in the... No, 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 what was the autoimmune disease she was Was it Hashimoto's? Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's. And, um, thyroid. Thyroid problems. And then listening to a number of the podcasts on the Wellness Guys and Sean Croxton, I started questioning myself, like you did with the HCG, mm. and then you took it on. I thought, you know what, I don't have... I remember in a recent podcast saying to you guys, I don't have a sugar problem. I could, I could quit sugar. <laughs> <laughs> We're dealing with an addict, people. We are. We are. I actually wow. seriously am a sugar addict. Mm. Now, I'm not a processed sugar addict. Like, I could turn down Tim Tams and Snickers bars and, and all of those. I have no problem with that. But fruit and carbs and, um, and, and sweet treats like raw cashew cheesecakes and, and raw cacao chocolate and things like that, I actually crave. Mm. I always wanted something sweet after every meal. And that's what my challenge was over the last four weeks when we last saw each other. I thought, you know, I'm going to take this on. It's leading up to Christmas. It's a good cleanse anyway. Well, good thing that you don't know that when I arrived, I brought a raw (laughs) cashew white chocolate cheesecake. Today. Today. Cindy has it. She's just pulling it there. I made it. It's it's, it's 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 a cashew and cherry white chocolate cheesecake raw. character then it was like your face and your mouth just dropped open but your eyes kept moving and you're just following Cindy around the room you see you see I'm just going to say to you listeners what is the point of enemies <laughs> when you got friends, when you like, friends like these two <laughs> I mean seriously I think it's a good point that you've made you know, I went to a wedding on Saturday night and I was the celebrant and it was so cute because after four weeks when you're on a protocol or something, that's when other people start to notice mm. that you're looking a little bit different. Even Kaz, you said to me the other day when we yes, saw each other. Yes, your skin looks fabulous. Skin and, and we were it? sitting there yeah, and... and um, <laughs> Look, all the wrinkles, much better. <laughs> she didn't say go on the top. <laughs> but... Um, I got told that I was the hottest celebrant anyone had ever seen. That was quite sweet. Oh, I thought. that no. is sweet. Yeah. That was is very that sweet. Right? Was that a guy that told you? Yes. That? Oh, well, nice. Yeah. Was he cute? Was he, he was cute? Married, but sweet. But, but, but is he, was he cute? Yeah, very. Oh, that's good. They, they all were. They yeah. all were. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? I just got so <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> that you were looking good. Oh, all People the food. were noticing. No, but oh, the, the food. food. So all this beauty, and she was very aware of food. A lot of it was gluten free. The bride, and she'd gone to a lot of trouble with all of that. It takes all your will to not eat this food mm-hmm. and many of you listening will be sitting there going oh, I couldn't be bothered you only live once why would you do it and I kind of had that mentality and because I'm fairly fit and healthy and probably most of you listening I would suggest have got a very health conscious mind in, in, in tow but my point is this we do not know the implications of what these things are doing even in a fit body until you test it mm-hmm. and that sense of clarity that sense of um, we did a podcast recently about sleep I am sleeping better than I have ever slept in my life, ever. You know how I said to you, I'll sleep, Shmeep, mm. it's overrated? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get to bed. Kim. I can't wait to get to bed at 9.30. Oh, my gosh. And I'm waking <clears throat> at 4.30. Like, oh, that's geez. brilliant That is me. really good for you. Yeah, but it's because it's bloody light in Queensland. No one has daylight. They, have, they don't have daylight saving here. Should we do a podcast on this? <laughs> but the kookaburras oh, wake me. Are you a passionate about yes, this? Yes, teeth came out then. <laughs> Um, but my point again is, is you're by feeling taking it better. out, you know mm. how you felt on the HCG. Mm. I felt it with sugar and grain for me has mm. been life changing. So I want to ask you this thing: Kaz always talks about the brain and, and how we interrelate and, and the new neurological pathways, and and we know that exercise creates new stem cells. We know that all of these things are good. I'm starting to feel an unbelievable link that is so interrelated and you cannot miss one. You can't have a good brain thinking neurological pathways and creating new neurons and all that sort of thing without eating right and you can't eat right without moving your body properly. So therefore, surely it's time that we woke up and realised that 
this is just one whole. We talk about specifics, but my God, it's so this connected. is so revealing yeah. to me. It's so connected in every way. You know, you're feeling the clarity in your your brain, aren't you? you totally. You, it's, I would like my memory to be a little better, but <laughs> maybe that'll come. Well, I, you know, that's the other thing that we were talking about was memory, and, and I think we should do a podcast on memory. Did, did you go to that yes. podcast? I did do that podcast. Wasn't he amazing? Oh, yeah, another one on the it, wellness couch, yeah. on the wellness guys. It was... Um, a, a guy that talked about memory, I can't remember his name now, and how to memorize things. And I re- remember when oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm driving along, so I'm on a road trip to go speak in Sale in the middle of nowhere, um, Victoria. Sorry, Sale. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on this road trip, and I decide to listen to a podcast, and it's on memory. And so I'm getting into this podcast because he's actually asking you to do things. So you've got to remember 20 items without writing them down. So I'm thinking, well, I can't write anyway. So he says, you've got to remember 20. He says, most people will remember 7 plus or minus 2. Correct. So I remembered 7. I yeah, remembered I rem- 7. I so I was right seven. in the middle. Taylor remembered 9. Oh, well, she's just smarter than us and she's got well, less yeah. clog in her brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then three minutes later, he taught us how to remember the 20. I remembered 18. <gasps> yeah, same. 18. Same. And now I, I still remember them. This is what blows me away, okay. is that I've connected them in my brain because he connects them. Yeah. And anyway, we'll, we'll do a podcast on that later because that's another really good thing is memory. And, and you brought that up, Kim. So yeah. Yeah, and I think, do, I think it'd be really interesting yeah, giving our listeners be. some examples because that's helpful. That was really helpful. But let's just talk about, you know, physically how do we get our brains working better and, and how do we stop the inflammatory responses in our brain causing um, declining cognition as well as dementia and Alzheimer's it's you know what all of these books are saying is number one is get off the gluten no matter what get off the gluten he says there'll be some people will be able to do it but eventually if their guts start to break down they get a leaky gut then the gluten will cause a problem Cindy I also heard on one of them talking about um, oats you know oats yeah. are supposed to be gluten free yeah. but a lot of them are processed in places with gluten and therefore we can't even say organic gluten-free oats are necessarily gluten-free is that right he said they were tested they tested um what they call gluten-free oats and was it one out of four Mm. of the ones that were tested had gluten in it Mm. even gluten-free beer i think it was two out of four like half one Mm. out of two um had gluten in it so he he says you have to be careful and he's also talking about lipstick Mm. um lipstick face moisturizers well they know where to go for moisturizers because there's no wheat in your moisturizer so 28 dot uh, com and just a little advertisement for Kimmy oh, and her beautiful plug. yeah mm-hmm. little plug so you know we can't even our, our makeup our lipsticks our um there was so many th- oh licking a stamp has wheat on it get out oh well, of course the glue yeah the glue the back of the envelope the bit that you lick when you seal yeah. an envelope yeah yeah so always don't lick it guys oh. if you're especially if you've got these issues because it will inf- it create the inflammatory response and, and it's only just the amount yeah I was going to say it's only just like the tiniest little mm. micro but it's in there and he says that if you have an intolerance to it or a sensitivity and he talks about um, tests for these and he says most of the tests don't work and, he, and in, in his book he, um, David actually talks about what other tests that we need to do? Um, and that's in the Gluten Summit as well. They're all the tests that you need to do. In my way of thinking, I'm like going, well, why do we need a test? Why don't we just give it a try? Like what you've done, Kim, like what I did when I did my elimination protocol. I, like I haven't been, I've never been better. We live with the way we are, don't we? We mm. live with and we think we're okay, especially if you are fit and healthy and you, you think you're doing all right. And I thought I was, you know, a few lakes. You know, I didn't know my brain wasn't working well until I eliminated it and then found these things that worked. So gluten is one. Keeping your sugar levels is is two, definitely. So making sure you're not having too much sugar or too many fruits. And he does go through. Eat your seasonal fruits, berries we used to eat, but don't go overboard on fruit. And what's interesting, since I did the protocol... Um, which was, you know, two years ago, I don't like bananas. I will eat them if there's not much else around, but I used to eat four and five bananas a day. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So Easy. did I. And Easy. I'd kill for one now. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas me, I don't want to, I'm not even interested in bananas. In actual fact, I've been away for two weeks and I have eaten hardly any fruit. 
So my breakfast, when I go out, I, all I can get is eggs because everything else is bread and cereals. Mm-hmm. So all I have is eggs and I ask for certain things to go with it, like green veggies, things like that, and, and they do it. Lunch has always been salad um, and meat, and then dinner is meat and veg because then I know that I'm not going to be eating any wheat or any gluten or any sugars or any fruit. And it was interesting, I had an apple in my hotel room. I never ate it, which is really, you know, so... I feel what happens is that you gradually know what's right for you. And, and when it you takes really time listen, too, it does. It, it takes time. It's been two years for me. Yeah, but also for me, even doing this, like I'm halfway through this protocol, I still look at apples and bananas and all oh, that. Yeah, love I, I think I would be a little. If I knew that I wasn't allowed to eat it, I'd probably want it. I think that. I was going to yeah. ask you, kids. I think that's more psychological yeah. when you're told I think you it can't is. have it. You want it even more. Is yeah, that true? Right. Why not? <laughs> Absolutely. Don't the hell tell me no. <laughs> I know. I know it's the, so. It's because, yeah. yeah, because the brain can't comprehend no, interestingly enough. The brain, yeah, the brain cannot comprehend no. So the brain can only comprehend yes, and it can only comprehend positivity. We think that all that negative thinking and all of that, we think that that's the brain that's creating that, and, you know. It's so not the case because whenever you say no, notice you never listen. <laughs> I've been listening. I've been a good girl. But you have been, but it's an effort, right? Yes. It's not easy. No. It's like me going shopping and I say, no, you can't have those shoes. And then I have a fight going on in my head. I go, don't you dare tell me that. <laughs> and then on the other side, I go, no, don't buy the shoes. You don't need them. You've got 50. Don't you tell me no. I will not be told no. See, now, damn you, I'm going to go and buy those shoes. And then the next thing I know, I'll walk out with the shoes. So... <laughs> She's just pulled out a picture. She just pulled out a picture in a magazine of this woman's wardrobe and it is flawlessly on the shoe. Oh my god, and they are look fabulous. Look at those orange Do numbers. you have shoe envy right now? So I have wardrobe yes. envy. I have yeah. shoe envy. I don't yeah. know if I'm Look at that shoe oh. envy. Look at that. Orange, red, pink. Mine would be filled with running shoes, not so many beautiful high Hey, have you seen the new Nike runners? Stop it now. They're pink. Oh my god, no, they're like a sock. The oh. Nike minimalists are like a sock. Oh, they look fabulous. They are. You must get them. Stop They're on my list for no, my no, next no, purchase. No, 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 no. I tell you what. So you end say no, you have to go. But at that. the end of eight weeks, that'll be my treat. That'll See, be that's what I'm reward. doing. I'm saying that at the moment. My little reward at the end of eight weeks. I have to say, can I throw in my five cents worth? Oh, God. You always Although do. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert <laughs> when it comes to the food thing. By far, not like you girls are. But... Um, <laughs> Kim's just sitting there going, she's, she's doing the whole neck chop thing, saying, I'm not, I'm not. But she is. But she is. You are by, by learning goes. and understanding. And everybody can be a food expert. It's about... A food expert for you. Mm, yeah, it is, it is about educating yourself and listening to your body and what it needs and, and yeah. And can I just say to you, Kim, if you don't know, nobody knows. I'm just, just we're all in trouble. If you, if you, yeah, yeah. If you don't know... <laughs> I'm telling you the sky's falling. If you two don't know, the sky shall fall. Let's just go there. <laughs> and I'd like to say, and what we don't know is not worth knowing, but that's not true. <laughs> because yeah. I, like every day. Oh, something new. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. Every day, like, look at, <laughs> I've gone nuts on the old brain books I because just, of food in the brain. girls, before you put your five cents worth in, yeah. we're on a roll. It's yeah, sweet. of course, got it. Let's um, just go with that. I just ordered 11 books off the book depository. <laughs> oh, awesome. I just, I, I'm crazy. You're in saturation mode. Yeah. Totally. And probably because your brain is so much clearer now. True. And you take in so much more information. Mm. I, I, like I said, since the protocol two years ago, my bookshelf is just increasing. I have a thousand, I think it's like 1,500 podcasts. That's just a part of my bookshelf, guys. That's just like a really small part. But I have 1,500 podcasts that I have listened to in the last two years. Yeah. It's just, you know. I can't wait for my kids to get out of the car so I can put my next yeah, Exactly. I can't wait for them to get out of the car. And Howie, because Howard gets sick of listening to it, and I just can hardly wait for him to get out of the car. We were going for a walk um, the other day, and I got really excited about my new best boyfriend, David Pertmuller. Yes, he is my new boyfriend. Because um, I go to bed with him, I walk with him, I sleep with him. You're talking about him all the time. Let's just spell his name so that our listeners actually know. His name is David Pertmuller. Mara. Okay. P E R L M U T T E R. Pearl Mara. It's like that song Mo Butter. Yeah, you that kid that cra- <laughs> it's a great song. You crank it out, you run to it. Mo Butter. What is it? Mo Butter. Mo, Mo Butter. Butter. It's just the best song. Oh, Carry on. Give us your five cents. Yeah, give it. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no I, I, you like a, well, yeah, David. 
Yeah. He will be for the next week or so until I'm finished his book and I'm on another one. She's a tart. She just <laughs> spits them out. Do you know what my father used to say to my mother? I'm the victim of the last book your mother wrote. <laughs> Not wrote, uh, read. Uh, read. Yeah. I think oh. our kids are. I think our kids are and our family. I totally get that. <laughs> I got out Sarah's book the other day. Jacob wanted barbecue sauce. Or it was actually at the beginning of it. And I got out Sarah Wilson's book and I've gone, now listen here. Look. Look at the difference in sugar in a barbecue sauce and a homemade tomato sauce that I can make and regulate the amount of sugar. And they both looked at me and they went, God, we hate it when she reads. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to a question, actually. I had a lady come into the office the other day. She is on this wave as well, just loving it. Looks amazing. Has even taken up running. She's so excited since we did the barefoot workshop at the oh, yeah, retreat. Yeah, yeah. And um, but her husband doesn't want to know about it. Oh, bless. And he is a educated, amazing man, gorgeous man. Love him. But as far as all this is concerned, with food and wheat and all that, he thinks we're all weirdos and have lost the plot well you know he'll probably take on a neurologist what she should do is just buy the book and give it to him to read if he's that smart he'll take on because he he's read a, it because she's he, given it to him but he is a smart man and he needs his brain if i know who you're talking about he needs that brain because of the, the position he's in and right. if he loses cognition he won't think as well speak as well um you know contemplate as well as what he will have to in order to win cases <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are talking about you. <laughs> and he's so divine. He is, he's gorgeous. I realise who you're talking about now. I have, to, I have to say, though, I do find it curious, and your friend, you know, included or not included, I, because I don't actually know who this person is, but I have to say what strikes me as remarkably curious is that so much of the population is very ready, willing and able to say how wrong this movement is when they've not educated themselves about it, not for three seconds. They mm. haven't done any research, no education to be able to make the claim to say this is not correct. I, I really find it, I, I find it mind-blowing and I found it, can I put my five cents in now? Yeah, yeah, go Are we ready? Right. You would anyway. <laughs> did you finish saying what you were saying? All right. No, what, no, what did you say? No, what we're finished, we're ready. We're, we're ready for you. you. Sure? Give it to yeah. us. Did you shave your legs today? No. Okay. I just put my hand on Kim's leg. Oh. Quite smooth, but there's a little spike there. <laughs> Honey, I don't shave. You don't shave? No. Are you not hairy? No, she I She waxes. Wax. Oh, you wax, yes, of course. Is oh, that's that, okay. So I'm glad everybody now knows that, but <laughs> you're a Jesus spinner. Was that your five cents? No, no, no he's not five no, cents. No, he's not five cents. <laughs> so here's my take on the whole thing. I'm a little, I'm a humanitarian, as if, you know, if, if you guys don't know that yet, um, I am. So I'm a humanitarian, and for me, my angle is obvious, and it's really only been since I've been so involved with you girls that's caused me to look. Um, and my direction is slightly different, but it's still causing me to look and do all the investigating and to not actually sit and accept anybody's viewpoint and accept anybody's opinion on anything, anywhere, until I've researched it myself. And... For me, what I've tried to do is, and one of the things that's just been a huge influence is the chiropractic philosophy of above, down, inside, out. Mm. So I've kind of taken that a little bit more literally from a perspective of above, down, meaning if, if we're going from above, down, that encompasses everything. It encompasses the whole earth, it encompasses all the animals, it encompasses the ocean, it encompasses the, earth, the ground, it encompasses the humans, it encompasses emotion, it encompasses neurology, it encompasses absolutely everything. And then inside out is creating harmony from above down and inside and out. So if I'm to look at things from a harmonistic point of view, I'm looking at the way that I function in this, um, this existence is with harmony. So how can I harmonise my food with my body that then harmonises with my mind? And how can I harmonise my food with and, and, and what I do to bring me into harmony with other humans? And what else can I do and how can I participate in this world to bring me into harmony with our creatures? And how can I bring harmony with, with everything that involves above, down and inside and out? Because I, I, my view is that just like you were saying earlier, Cindy, is that we're not segmented, mm -hmm. not internally nor externally. There's no separation. And when we, and this is just purely my view, so please 
jump onto Facebook and rip me to shreds if you want to, please. I just and I really want to hear everybody's view on it. But it's just my view in the context of the world operates through harmony, and when you think about music and two voices that come together that when they harmonize it creates a sound that is mesmerizing and trans you know transformational so that same harmony is possible with the vibrational frequencies when we're able to bring two people together that are vibrating at the same level it creates harmony and when we have disharmony we have disease and discontent so for me my whole focus is to create harmony in every way shape or form so that then my vibrational frequency vibrates with everything from above down and inside out um including you know obviously for me it's very much um about the animals as well so for me I'm, I've I've gone since my birthday 1st of February I decided to go vegan not because I said I'm going to be a vegan, but just because I decided that I wanted to listen to my body and start to pay attention to what I wanted, even though I didn't know if I could trust it yet, because I still wanted chocolate, so I didn't know if I could really trust that. Mm-hmm. So I went and did the... <laughs> chocolate's vegan? Well, it is, if mm. you, yeah, if you don't have the, um, the milk chocolate, like if you oh, make the normal okay. raw chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, dark chocolate's vegan. As long as it's got no milk in it. Yeah, or yeah. coconut milk. Yeah, coconut Great. milk. You coconut milk, spectacular, yeah. spectacular. So I have to be really honest in that for me, going vegan has been the easiest thing in the whole wide world. I have not struggled with it, not for three seconds. Mm. The food that I'm eating now, I just you know, I, I, I find it just extraordinary. The rainbow that goes across my kitchen every morning, and every lunchtime, and every dinner is just mm. to me, it's just mesmerizing. And of course, I feel incredibly. Um, humbled that there's no animal on my mm. you know there's no animal in my vicinity there but and I told her to do chicken a chicken <coughs> oh. bone broth soup um, I, I said really soup. I know you, I know you're vegan oh. but your oh. chicken bone broth soup would be really good for you right now no 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 okay all right we won't do that <laughs> I thought to myself when I went to the grocery store to go and get all the bits and to come to your office, I thought, just suck it up. Just mm. go and get bloody bones. <laughs> just go and get bones and boil them in the thermomix. <laughs> Couldn't do it, eh? Couldn't do it. So I boiled kale. That's what I did. I well boiled, done. I boiled well kale. Done. Would a vegetable broth be okay? No, it's not the same. No, okay. it, it, it won't be the same. But, it, you know, being vegan, I, you know, I have to respect her, don't I? <laughs> Um, <laughs> and can I just say to you, you do such a good job with that. Honey. You do such a good job She's with special that. Needs. She is special. Because now I'm floating with the raw vegan. I know. We noticed. I, I did notice you were doing that, and I noticed your question yesterday about the nuts. The nuts. Yeah, and I thought it was a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the question? question? And well, I'm just again. I'm still just trying to listen to my body because I mm. cannot get enough seaweed into me right now. Like, I am buying bags of seaweed. She's a mermaid. <laughs> Obviously from a, a past life. Princess of, princess of the water. <laughs> um, but the and and of, that would be good too, you know. You know, instead of, like I said, the, the bone broth, put the yeah. seaweed in as opposed to the bone. Oh, man. Silly I, me. Well done. Well done. I'm, just, I, I'm, mm. I'm loving it. All the different seaweeds. And all the different sea vegetables. Oh, shut the front door. You want to see my cupboard. You open my cupboard and they burst out at you. Um, Which is uh, so full of minerals. Um, So obviously you're requiring those minerals. Absolutely. And if your gut's working, then your body will make the B12 that all vegetarians um, or vegans lack because their, their gut's not working right. So if you're getting everything right, then you will produce B12. You'll also produce B1, B2, B3, B6, pantothenic acid, folic acid. It's brilliant what your gut will do when it's working properly. So, you know, a lot of people go, well, you, you know, that's the only way you can get it is through animal products. But in actual fact, your body will make it if everything's working right in your... Well, I think that's been the key. Because you've taught me to research and you've taught me to educate myself. So mm. now there's, like I say, there's literally a rainbow that goes through my, my mm, kitchen okay. in the morning and, you know, for, for each meal. But I think for me, the, the, the most beautiful thing is that when we pay attention to ourselves and we see ourselves as whole, not just us as the individual as whole, but see ourselves as whole. So everything that we're talking about today is so spot on mm. because we're not just a brain. We're not just a body. We're, the two are not distinct from each other. The, the, it's complete. And then we are also not distinct from each other. The three of us are complete. We're connected. 
And then we're not distinct. This is just, again, my view. And then we're not distinct from the air out there. And then we're not distinct from the grass. It's all connected. If we're to look at harmony and unity, let's try and do it holistically, but not just in the body. Do it holistically from a global perspective Mm -hmm. and from a universal perspective. And I don't mean to be hairy armpitted here. (laughs) Like, I don't mean hippie, hairy armpit, universal. I just mean... If our doctors could look at the harmony of how the body works, Mm. how the mind and the body works, and then how does that mind and body then get affected when it's around other bodies? And rather than segmenting it, which is what they do, and they segment... Look at it harmonistically. Not looking at the relationship that person has or looking at the environment they live in or, you know, like... And the food, the gluten and 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 what's prompting this response and that response and what's creating... Like it's all, it's all mm, necessary. It's all there, and I think the beautiful thing is when we get it right, or to the extent that we're capable of getting it right. Like Kim, you've never felt more clear. No, no. I'm an O blood type, so I should be meat and three meat. Mm. But I can tell you, I'm meat and three meat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I've never felt better. I have more energy. I sleep. I mean, I've always been a really good sleeper. <laughs> I shop fabulously now. <laughs> That's improved. My shopping's, My shopping's improved. improved. I swear to you, I bought the, I bought a pair of shoes on special the other day for the wedding. I needed them. Knew exactly what I wanted. Do you think you can find them on the Sunshine Coast? There's nothing. So did you find them? I went to Myers, walked in, saw them sitting there, looked at Jacob. He looked at me and I went, do you think, Jacob, I put the money, he goes, Mum, they look hot. Walked out, $99. They were down from $149 because it was a special on. We really like those sorts of purchases. So happy. Was in and out five minutes. I've never shopped so strategically and quickly in all my Shut life. The front yeah. door. Yeah. It almost feels and that's little... all from stopping sugar. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> Look out, Danny. He's going to be happy. I may not eat sugar, but I shall become expensive. <laughs> you know, you're talking about that harmony. The other day I went for a run, and all my workouts, by the way, I've changed at the moment as well. I'm doing short, sharp trainings, not going for long, long runs, although I did do it. My 10K at the moment is more like a meditation for me. But I did a, a 6K the other day, and you have to try and run it as fast as you can. Mm. And my legs, to be honest with you, for the first three weeks, I've actually felt worse as in running than I've ever felt. And I couldn't work it out. And I kept thinking, my legs are so heavy. I, I don't feel my best. Anyway, I got halfway through this run and to the end of where we, along where we live, Kaz, and the sun was coming up. And I stood there. I got really... Um, quite teary just Mm. looking out at the gift of where I live the fact that even though my legs were heavy I still ran the fact that I was cleansing myself and respecting my body to say thank you for everything you've done for the last 45 years and now I want to give something back I thought of you girls I thought of my family I thought of the people that follow me on Facebook I thought of all our followers and I just all of a sudden that harmony that sense of being one has never felt, and I thought I was on drugs in that moment, where I got so caught up in the moment, I couldn't actually breathe for a second. It was just like I think that there's a, I think that there's certainly a clarity that comes with <clears throat> this sort of eating and this kind of this kind of attention to our the way that we function in the world. There's definitely a connectedness that occurs as a result of that, which I think goes well beyond the um, human desire to fit in. I think that that sense of connectedness is it's, it, it's, it's automatic. Mm. And I think to me it's evidence that we were always meant to be that way because we live in a life, we live in a world that is so incredibly disconnected, disconnected from each other, dis- desensitised, completely disconnected. We live in a world like that and then we run around and say that that's what's real. And we miss the point every day. We miss the point every single day. When we bring harmony to ourselves through our food and exercise and what we do, when we can bring harmony to ourselves, it's almost as if that sense of connectedness and wholeness comes to the surface because it was there all along and you didn't have to do anything to generate it. It was already there. I I just have to say this. How many people experience what you experience, Kim? Very few. And I think of these young girls that are and boys that are committing suicide, that they they never ever feel that that connectedness. That's true. And 
and their food would definitely have something to do with it. Their environment oh, yeah. would definitely have something to do with it. Their relationships. But I just, I just kind of go, they don't get to feel that. And if our, if who's listening out there at the moment, if they just give it a go. Mm. Like we haven't talked about everything and maybe we can continue this into the next, next week's podcast. podcast. We haven't talked about, you know, what are the specific things that um, we, we need to do for our brain in order to... And what do we need to do for these young girls and, our, you know, who see no hope mm. and our young men as well? Um, what do we need to do to help them? And we as mothers, role models, um, leaders, whatever it is, we need to start making some changes. Look, I totally agree. And I think it's time. I think we're ready. Humanity mm. is ready. Mm. And certainly the people who are taking the lead are absolutely ready. So I, I'm actually looking forward to next week's podcast now because it would be really cool. We've gotten our chit-chat now. Catch up with each other over. <laughs> Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of it. So next week, make sure that you tune in because it's actually going to be pretty damn fabulous because we're, be, we're going to be covering some real specifics and some how-tos and some what-tos. So make sure that you diarise to tune back in next week. But in the meantime, it's time for us to bring the podcast to a close. So join us right here on Up For A Chat um, next week. And in the meantime, go to our Facebook page and leave us your comments at allthews.facebook.com forward slash Up For A Chat. Also, you can join us on the Wellness Couch, which is allthews.com, uh, all the Ws.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I missed, I missed the, the website. Allthews.com. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so easy? So it's all the Ws, the Wellness Couch forward slash up for a chat and we'll see you next week join us on up for a chat and be part of the ripple effect that's changing the world this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.